0: Hello, did you ever think about making a podcast? You have. Let me tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need right in one place, and it's free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. The creative tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They help you distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere such as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimal listening Now, what does that mean? It means that you don't need to have a large following, not just yet, to get started. You can start off with, like I said, with no or minimal ship, How do you get started? Well, that's easy. The only thing you have to do is go to your Apple Store or your Google Play Store. Or even better, you can go online at anchor.fm to get started right now. Welcome back to season two, episode one, Who Am I? Today I am here with Karen Hightower and Dee Dee Hightower. We're going to just, you know, talk about who am I and what do that mean for not just me, but for them. You know, being from two walks of life, we got a mother and a daughter. But before we dive into it and before you hear their story, kick back, relax and listen to this music. I'm not the only is going to be episode one, season two on Who Am I? And I'm sitting here with Karen Hightower and can I call you Didi? Because yeah, that's the only fine. person.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to use your whole name. Sorry. No, I, I just like using Didi.
0: Um, so today's topic is going to be a little bit personal. We're going to talk about, you know, each other. Well, if you already heard my um, take on this, you already heard what I said about my upbringing and how society kind of almost Broke me in a sense, but I say, fuck that. I'm just going to just be me. Now I was trying to hear from two women, you know, from two walks of life um, in this day and age. So I definitely want to start off with Karen. Um, When you hear that word or that phrase, who am I? Uh, What do that means to you?
1: Um, Like when somebody asks me, who am I? Or Mm -hmm. I say, "Okay, so when somebody asks me, who am I? I tell them that I am a strong minded
0: black woman. Okay, why do you leave with that?
1: Because I don't want people to think that I'm
0: weak. Okay, but why do you got to reference a strong black woman?
1: Because a lot of times people think that black women are not strong-minded women. Okay. Um, Let me just get to a little story, if it's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, at my previous um, employment, um, working in HR, mm-hmm. um, I would answer the phone and, and say the department along with my name. Okay. And you can tell on the other end it was so much respect given
0: by the title or no,
1: by from the person I was speaking to okay so I'm on the phone so they don't know what I look
0: like okay okay gotcha. but
1: people would sit there and take your voice and put you as someone else and not knowing who you really are
0: mm, okay
1: so when I had a chance to meet this person that came around the corner mm-hmm. they kind of you could see them kind of like thrown back uh, and then say oh I thought you were a white
0: woman why? you sound white what does that mean, sounding white? That's
1: what I asked her.
0: Okay. And I uh-huh. said, well, what
1: do you mean I sound white? She said, you sound like a white person.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. So I'm like, I'm trying to understand. I sound white because I'm professional.
0: Okay.
1: You know, so from that point on, that kind of, it threw up a red flag for me because, because I, you don't know what I look like. So hmm. you already judge me. So is that the reason why you were nice to me on the phone hmm. and talked to me in a different manner? But then when you see me, you think it's okay to say, oh, I thought you were a white woman. Mm. And you're here for a job. Oh, oh, OK. And I'm HR.
0: Shit. OK, damn. I, I would have never said that. <laughs> so so <laughs> like, back to
1: your question, who am I? I am a strong minded black woman okay. that speaks with intelligence, yeah. high confidence in myself. Um, I've learned to encourage myself. because people may not encourage you the way you want to be encouraged. So I encourage myself the way I want to be encouraged. So I'll let everybody know what I think and what I feel. I will let you know. And I know how to adjust myself depending on that situation.
0: Okay. now being a strong black woman, did that ever get you in trouble? Let's just say quote unquote. And trouble meaning, uh, did people look at you in a in a different light other than that phone interview or that um that lady that came to your office? Mm-hmm. Uh, did that ever like in day-to-day life, did that ever come across wrong negative? Mm-hmm. Uh, it has, it, has, okay. it has.
1: Um it came across to that I have a bad attitude.
0: <laughs> bad attitude meaning
1: Um, so let's just say for example, um I'm at a, a at a grocery store and I'm cashing out. Okay. All right, and I say to you, Can you please not throw my items? Just hand it to me. Fair enough. And then you got an attitude? Because hmm. I'm asking you not to throw my stuff. Yeah. You know, um, we all know it's 10 cents for a bag. I'm not paying 10 cents for a bag.
0: I'm I'm walking out there with everything in my hand, put some in my pockets.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So you can feel that there was a tension there. Um, Now, a lot of people say that my tone could be aggressive. Now, I always say I'm not a rude person, but I'm a direct person. And I think people get it misunderstood from a person being direct to a person being rude, now if I walk up to you and push you out my way and say "move," that's rude. That's rude. Yes, but yes. if I come to you and I say to you, "Do not throw my stuff," handed to me, okay. that's direct. Yes. So, now I'm labeled as an angry black woman.
0: Mm. Yeah. Now, the word "angry black woman," I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody knows that story. Everybody knows that title. Mm-hmm. Tyree Perry did a movie on it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, being if you don't mind me asking, I know my mother told me never ask a woman age, but I'm sorry. But being an older woman, uh, as grown up, did you ever feel like you was an angry black woman, or was your mother this? Did she ever had to talk to you? And I'm I'm pretty sure most people, or if people listening don't know what the talk is. Um, the talk symbolize a, a parent talking to their kid about racism, about the world, mm-hmm. uh, about how the world view us mm-hmm. as people. Mm-hmm. Um, did your mother ever sit down and have a talk with you, quote unquote?
1: Yes, she did, and I, I am happy to say my age.
0: I'm 51. Awesome. By the way, she don't look 51. <laughs> people, just the wanna put that out there. Okay.
1: okay. I, I am 51, but she, she, yes, she did. Okay. Um, And she was tell- she always told me to the fact where, you know, be proud of who you are, because mm. people are going to judge you by the color of your skin mm. and not know you from the beginning. Because remember, when you yeah. we see people, I don't know you. That's right. So I look at who you are. Yeah. So they're going to already judge me because of my color of my skin. Yeah. Um, so, and I like what Martin Luther King says. He says, um, don't judge somebody by, and I'm paraphrasing, don't judge somebody by the color of their skin, but judge them by their character. That is true. So get to know me first before you get me. to know the color of my skin.
0: I like that. I like that. I want to jump over to Didi real quick. Um, basically same questions for you. Now you of this time, of this world, um, actually we all of this world, but of this time frame. um, do you experience anything like that um, with that whole identity crisis of who you are as a woman, uh, even as a black woman in the society?
2: Um, I I do, yes. Uh, going to like a predominantly like white school, I kind of. It was hard for me to fit in, in a sense, because I didn't have, I didn't see me around my school. I didn't see mm. a black, I didn't see a black teacher. My first black teacher was in tenth grade. Damn. Yeah, and I went, I was, I went to, well, I was in school since second grade all the way to high school. My first, mm. my, my first and only black teacher was in tenth grade, and I have a black professor now, and I'm a sophomore in college. That's two black professors under my belt, and that's not good. So as far as people understanding me, that was very, it's very, very hard, because I would try to talk to them about how I'm feeling, and they're like, well, get over it. And I'm just like, you're not understanding my background. Wow. Like, And people will always assume, oh, you're from Hartford. And it's like, no, I'm from West Hartford. I'm not from Hartford. Mm-hmm. So having that stigma of, like, all all blacks are from Hartford or, like, mm. a bad area, like, I hate it. And especially, you know, getting going to an all-white school, um, students would think, like, oh, like, your mom must be on welfare. Is your dad in jail? Is your dad, like... Shit. Yeah, I got all... Even teachers would tell me that. Shit. So, okay. so yeah, so Damn. going to a school like that, I, I, it's it's aggravating. try to t- teaching someone my culture over and over and over. I feel like that's not my responsibility. That should be on you to learn about me. I shouldn't have no. to teach you how to treat a human being because mm-hmm. I oh, am so. human. I that's you right. know like my color comes second. I'm I'm still human. That's right. So as far as getting to like people judging me and you know passing judgment on me I, I have experienced that especially you know since i am a curvy you know woman uh guys wh- white men will typically have a fetish with mm-hmm. that over me okay. and i don't like that so as far as growing up in the society and like you know love life and figure out who i am it was very hard in high school even now to figure out like hey like you know what are you what makes you happy like what don't you like what do you like so it was very challenging in the beginning
0: okay yeah um now karen did you have to talk with um Dee about you know how to interact in i guess society once mm-hmm. you come of age oh, yes. um when you heard that talk were you shocked were you taken back from it
2: um i no i wasn't i think i always knew as a kid that like i was different than most kids um
0: different in one sense
2: different as far as being the only black one there and not seeing a white, not seeing another black face. Um, Because originally I'm like, you know, I'm from Mass. So I was always brought up in a diverse school in Mass. Mm -hmm. So as far as black and white went, it was kind of like... I didn't see it. Like you're a kid, like I'm a kid. So what's no. the difference? It, it just happened when I moved to West Hartford, I was like, wow, like I only have
0: one black friend. Like there's no, like shit, what the hell happened?
2: Yeah. Where you
0: at?
2: Come out. <laughs> right. Come out, come out. So it was, it was really challenging. And like talking to my mom about it, like she, she, she knew like it would be challenging for me to like grow up in that society. But as time went on, like I had to address to it in times where I, you know, I did for, you know, Lose my sense of mind, but
0: I it test that out. Yeah, nice. <laughs>
2: but my mom, she, she did, she tried like to explain like, yo, this is the world. I, I'm. It's sad to have to go through it at such a young age, but she tried to explain to me the best she could, and I took it and ran with it, and like I don't, oh, I don't take anything back from it, because in high school I did have problems with race and being a woman and times where I almost got expelled from school because I spoke wow. my mind about racism in my school. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not going to expel me. That's not going to happen because I'm not going to sit here and be expelled because of, I'm telling the truth. That's yeah. not going to happen. Right? So I, I thank my mom for like bringing me up to speak my mind and just, like giving me the talk about race and how it's not fair for like everybody. Wow. So I do appreciate it though.
0: Okay. Um, you mentioned that in, in your school that you didn't have any black teachers yeah um what year was that
2: um it was my sophomore year so it was from 2015 to
0: 2016 all right let me just put something out there real quick i was born in the 80s and i went to school in the 90s and i still haven't seen a black teacher wow i'm gonna be honest like i I went to school in the 90s, all the way up through the 90s and 2000. I graduated two years early from high school in 2000, uh, I was graduating in 2002. In that time frame, from the 90s into 2000, I didn't see one black freaking teacher. Wow. Not one. That's crazy. Not one. See, that's
1: That's crazy. That's sad. That is is sad. Mm -hmm. Because I think we can connect more because of our culture. Yeah. You know, um, I remember again. I, you know, I grew up in Mass as well, and my kids were born in Mass. Mm. But I can remember um, going to junior high school, and it was uh, one of our teachers. She was a cook teacher. Her name was Miss Cook. Yeah. And I just thought the world of her. Right?
0: Can she cook? (laughs) She can cook. She can
1: cook. You know. But I looked at her. And I admired her because number one, she was a teacher and she showed you how to how to cook, but she dressed professional. Mm. You know, every time she came in, she came in, she dressed nice. She looked like, and she spoke so well. You know, and so to the fact where we, when I say we, um, uh, my culture, we respect her to the most because we wasn't used to seeing any other teacher, mm. and then she can relate to us. Yeah. So to the fact where we would get upset, she would be the ones that. Don't give them nothing to prove.
0: See, I, I love that right there.
1: Don't give them nothing to prove. And I remember that. And we're talking, I'm 51. We're talking about years, sure. 1970, whatever. <laughs> and it's in late seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. But All right. But what I'm saying is that if she was saying that then,
0: and it's still being said now. Be,
1: something is wrong. It
0: is. it is. And I
1: think it starts at home. If we don't teach our young daughters and our young sons how to believe in yourself and speak up and don't let people put things in your head thinking that you're not worthy.
0: Yes. Because yes.
1: you are. If you wasn't worthy, you would not be here. Mm. And what I mean by that, if I can get really deep into this, um, we all know that a woman released. Eggs. Yeah. Men releases
0: millions fun. of semen. Uh, I would yes. say every day in in three days, if you do not ejaculate, it dies. And then it actually resi- uh, it resets again.
1: But out of the out of all that million, right? Trillions. What trillions? <laughs> One, <laughs> maybe even two if you have twins, trillions. will fertilize <laughs> that egg.
0: Yes. So you're yes.
1: meant to be here. Oh yeah. So definitely. when people come and say You shouldn't be here. You're not worthy. Oh, I don't like you because of the way you look. This was one person said to me Mm. back in junior high school. I don't like you. Why? I don't like you either. (laughs) You know? I'm like, I don't even know you. Why do you don't like me? I don't like the way you look. Mm. And this is from another
0: sister. Oh, really? Yes. Why? See, now, I got a question with that. Like, I know... Men, we don't necessarily vocalize this. I'm pretty sure it happens to men, so I'm not going to just single out anybody. But why is more open for more Black women to hate on each other instead of helping each other? I don't see that in any other culture other than in our own community, especially with Black men, too. Like, we... We definitely do a lot of harm to ourselves, but to have another brother put us down when we fight the same goddamn freaking battle every single day—why? Why why is it like we constantly at our throats? But then we would get mad when somebody else do it to us that's not in our race. Exactly. Like that's kind of contradicting yourself. Like what kind of bullshit is that?
1: It's okay for us to do it to each other but no you can't you can't say this no 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 it's not okay for you to do it exactly. if anything you should be uplifting yeah you know what I mean so it's like well listen I don't know why you don't like me but I have nothing to do with the way I look I have nothing to do with that. But see, my thing is if I encourage my daughter, then I expect my daughter to encourage someone else. Mm. And it go and not to break that chain. That's but right. you're gonna have people out there that's not going to like you because of the way you look. Now I'm gonna be be real with this. If mm. I don't like you because of the way you look, that's jealousy.
0: That is. Yeah. That is.
1: Now that's a personal issue that you have. That is. so you need to either find out what you're lacking in. Mm. And get yourself in order. But if I don't like you and I don't even know you, but oh, I don't like you because of the way you look and I'm a sister?
0: Yeah, that's a problem.
1: There is a
2: problem. Chick, you got a jealousy problem. Yeah. But like, also, stemming back from um, how, like, why women of color don't, like, they're, they're jealous or competition of other women of color. I, that kind of stems from even, like, slavery, if you think
0: about it. Because,
2: you know, in-house, out-house, like...
0: no. I love where you're going with that. Yep. Uh, we was talking about this before we jumped on it. I want you to go into the segue mm-hmm. with that because mm-hmm. it goes to being in prison, mm-hmm. mentally being broken. So it's a system, it's a system, systematic way of our ancestors being broken that we still live in. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I believe it. Yeah, because I feel like nothing has really changed but the time. I feel like in my opinion, because if you really want to think about it, aren't we all slaves to the system? So it's you better like preach, <laughs> you church, better, church. You better where preach. can you at?
0: Like,
2: <laughs> come on now, come on now. But it's true though. Like we're, we're all we're all like safe to the system, like in one way or another. If you don't want to recognize it, then you're you're not. You, I don't know. Like you just i don't in know it's not yeah in denial of it denial. but we yep. we all are and it's a system of you know light skin versus dark skin which has always been a thing yep. and it's it's all a system of you know light versus dark and that mm-hmm. shouldn't be the case but it stems from slavery as far as what the you know slave owners will be like okay <laughs> you have light you have him. some privilege mm-hmm. you're inside mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. darker mm-hmm. you're outside mm-hmm. yep. and it's and it was i forgot who said it but it was a quote and I learned it um, my in my sophomore year in high school when my teacher she's black she told me about it and she was there was a quote that said um, if you separate your slaves by color they would hate each other for years to come yeah and it's so cheap. and I'm like and when she we're told still me that, doing that. yeah, yeah. And when she told me that I was like wow this is back right. in the 1800s mm-hmm. and he is so right and I'm yeah. like that is so sad that this man can that he, he knows that and we're still living in a society today where it's mm-hmm. all about light skin versus dark skins mm-hmm. and it's like oh well, you have the you know the curly hair and flowy hair and you have like the nappy hair and it's like last time i checked hair is hair i don't right. care what and, form and that reminds
1: in. me of the movie that um um what's his name came out with um uh school days um what's his name
0: um Spike Spike Lee. Lee. Okay. I'm gonna eat it.
1: Because um the thing about it it, it, it at one time it was like, you know, guys will only date light skinned women and then mm-hmm. make um dark skin and my complexion. Mm-hmm. Feel bad. Mm. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's like, well, wait a, wait a minute. Black is black. Last time I checked. It but is. what I love about our culture is we come in different shades.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: I love yeah. to see a dark skinned sister. I mean, lips is full and mm. the skin mm. looks like a bowl of chocolate. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely gorgeous. And yeah, I yeah. will go to a sister and say, You are
2: absolutely Work beautiful. it. Work it. Yeah. That, <laughs> beautiful. That's, that's what I did because it, it was this past summer. I went to the beach and she, this girl, she was dark skinned was very very pretty and she had um like a like a gold like, bikini on and i'm like me, you look very beautiful i said like, you are up. so pretty and she was like me i said like, yeah you like you are, you are <laughs> yeah. so pretty talking to me? I'm like, like- you are so gorgeous <laughs> and my friend she was kind of like you're like she really is i'm like you are so beautiful and she was yeah. like oh my god like thank you i never and i'm like girl like you got that yeah. so you see, you got that
0: that's what we girl. need like that see i think society does a lot to us when when we start at home, like, we are sheltered, you know, with our parents. We are loved. We are secure. Like, mm-hmm. we don't got to worry about all that shit that we read in the books and and see on TV. Until we actually get out there, right. then now we're facing everything now, right. not just racism. we facing that identity on... Do I let go my values and conform to what society want me to be so I don't have to go through this or be, quote unquote, different Mm -hmm. and stand out and get crucified by it? Like, that's that's one thing that I know I have to face. And I did both sides. Like I I almost like I said, I I almost did. And I hate it every fucking minute. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, like I can't tell you. One that that statement that you said about when you was on a phone call that they said that you you sound like white. Mm-hmm. I've been told that all my life mm-hmm. Like the, the biggest thing that i I love hearing that you're not a typical black man. I'm like, shit last time I checked I am I'm like <laughs> I don't is remember it, like <laughs> exactly. like what is like what's a typical black man or i remember in high school i'm I'm not black. last time I checked, I'm black what exactly what because i don't talk ebonics What? Mm-hmm. i don't wear my pants off my ass right, what right, I, I talk proper right, i got right, a proper right. education right. by by the way i carry myself shouldn't justify if i'm black or not
1: exactly let me get to know you for you yeah let me let me let me see what's in your mind yeah let's talk about that but people want to sit here and judge people let me just say this okay if we get out this judging state of mind you know how powerful we will be as a black community
0: We will be, do you know if we stood up, like unite all of us, yo, there's there's literally no stopping us literally no stop if it. people wanted, to let's do a, a a quick history lesson and for people that's listening if y'all don't know what wall street is obviously that's the biggest money trade mm-hmm. in the world but mm-hmm. guess what there's a thing called black wall street yes thank you got burned up the first <laughs> yep. wall street yep. before <laughs> wall street in new york there was black wall street <laughs> that's right okay and it got burned the fuck now and it was circulating money everybody yeah. was growing yeah max yep. i mean we got banks we Got schools yeah. system like we got a whole community that was thriving without any cycle, anybody influenced them. They build their own foundation and their own wealth. Yes, and yes. it took just overnight for somebody to get yes. jealous and be like, "No, we can't have that happen." can't can't have that happen so it is proven that we can unite it's 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 in the history it's proven that we can do this why don't we do this because we choose not to because we're so much in a competition
1: nope i gotta get there before she get there i gotta get there before he get there how about we come together and get there together yeah how about that how about you know what you're good at this so why don't you take the range of that and i'll work on this and then we will come together and then we'll just build it yeah I don't understand. I, I I don't get it where people feel that everything has to be a competition. Mm. I'm trying to live just like you. I'm trying to eat just like you, you know, but if you keep tearing me down, then you wonder why things begin to happen mentally. Mm. And that's what I'm talking about, that captivity. Oh, you may exactly. not be able to hold me back physically, but if I can get to your mind.
0: Oh, I, I can break you. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally. If if, if I could break you mentally.
1: I got you. I don't need to do anything else. I got you. Basically, I own you.
0: Yeah, pretty much. whatever
1: I tell you to do, do you're going to do it. Even if it's wrong. But it can't be wrong because, you know, you've been there for me. You know, you you, you there. I I know you won't tell me anything wrong. What's wrong with picking up a book to read for yourself and get your own understanding?
0: A lot of people don't understand that concept, though. Being self-taught, being self-motivated, like it is hard for people to actually want to do something for themselves and not to even talk about slavery. And in a sense, like a lot of people want to be slave. But let's just be honest. A lot of people want to be slave to something. They don't want to stand up for nothing. They they want to follow. And out of like a slave mentality, I'm not saying that we need a slave mentality. But we do need followers. Also, we do need leaders. leaders right. But we all need to think for ourselves.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: that's that's the most important, to make this work. We need somebody that's going to work, right. but we also need somebody that's going to lead. Exactly. But we all need to think for ourselves. Exactly. Because if you have you have a leader, but you ain't got nobody following you. You ain't sure. We, <laughs> no, <we're
2: laughs>
0: you ain't leading exactly.
2: anything.
1: You ain't
0: leading exactly. you know, anything.
1: Like, I may be not, I, most of the time, I like to work in the background. That's mm. where my strength is, mm. right? Right. I, I like to work with people and, and talk with you and motivate you. You can do it. I like that. You can do it. I don't let nothing stop you. But, but their faces intimidate me. Listen, Jeremiah in the Bible, guys, said, Look, don't these stiff neck people, he mm. ain't want to do what God told him to do because the people faces. Mm. You need to take your focus off of that mm. and put your focus on what your future holds. Yes. And th- yes. that's the thing. Nobody want to reach up and grab it. If it's, not, if it's not arm length, if I got to work that hard to get it, then it ain't meant for me to have. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of that lazy mentality nope. mm. and fight for what we want. Because you know what? They are.
0: Yes, they are. And then
1: you can't be mad when they make it. That's true. Because you had the same opportunity. That is true. Everybody needs somebody. I don't care what anybody that says. That is true. So true. if, Ty, your, your thing is you can train people to get people's body healthy and, and fit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I bring somebody to you. We got a fashion show coming up next year. Mm -hmm. Ty, this person want to be in the fitness scene. Work with Ty. Work with my husband. I need y'all to get them where they need to be so they can be ready for the fitness scene. That's not my strength. So I'm going to bring them to you guys to get them where they have to go. But if I feel, "Mm -mm, I'm going to do that myself. I don't have that knowledge of mm. fitness like you guys have. But once you guys get them where they need to be, yeah. bring them back to me. Now let me clothe them.
0: Oh, definitely, definitely.
1: Now let me teach them how you walk with confidence. Yep. Let yep. me show you that a photograph can say a whole lot more oh, yeah. than words. Oh, yeah. But see, if I it don't a
0: lot words. teach them <laughs> of
1: that, you won't know that. That's true. And that's where we hold each other down. My daughter is absolutely gorgeous beautiful
0: did you like me <laughs> are you talking about me think FaceTime <laughs> play playing. Ah, sucked
1: inside and out <laughs> and now we're <laughs> but she
2: intimidates young men really I really do. for real These guys don't talk to you because of that reason because like
0: I can't say it I'm sorry maybe because I'm close to you but I, I can't say it I'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm really like I, I can't you <laughs> <I>
2: yeah, <don't>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she intimidates I'm her. so sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, that was that that came out wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, dang, okay. Ty. Hey, hey. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying,
1: I'm trying man. I'm trying. He's messing up my flow. Right. come
0: on power to you. All right, we good. We good. We good. All right,
1: go ahead. But like I said <laughs> to my daughter, to the fact where if a man can't, if you intimidate him just because you a strong minded black woman, then that's the, that's a weak man.
0: I, I, now, in my, in my defense, I was about to say that. So. The, the men that are afraid of you or intimidated by you, first of all, you don't need them anyway, because oh. they, they, they weaken me. Only a strong-minded man will approach you because exactly. they, they won't see that. Because again, like, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep laughing because I know it's not funny, but you don't come across being intimidated. Like there's, there's nothing about you seems like that you're not approachable. Yeah. But again, I'm a strong minded dude anyway, so it doesn't really matter if you was at, at a higher level. Yeah. Like I, I find myself pulling myself at a higher level too. So my my thing is shit. If there was a weak person, to me that's intimidating because <laughs> we can't hold a conversation. <laughs> you won't understand that one thing that's coming out my mouth. So I'm not even gonna try. You gonna listen to your music? Right. You gonna talk about whatever you talk about? And I'm right. gonna look at you with a blank stare, like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Let's move it on. But you know
1: Next. what? I don't think it's the looks. It's when she opens her mouth and begins to speak.
0: But see, that's the power of the tongue is very powerful. Yes.
1: Absolutely. And that,
0: that would definitely tell you Absolutely. who you need to be around with right. and the people that's going to be around you.
1: Exactly. So
0: talk up. Talk. I mean, you can literally <laughs> cut through all the bullshit <laughs> and get straight to the people that you want people in your exactly. life. Because the more you talk, people are not going to like what you want to hear. And, yo, that's fine. That is totally fine. Like, I say this all the time. If you want people to like you, sell ice cream. (laughs)
1: Everybody likes (laughs) ice cream.
0: There you go. You may be lactose intolerant. (laughs) At this point, there's lactose intolerant ice cream. Like, shit. If you want people to like you, sell ice cream. Right? Like, but if you want to be a specialty, you're going to have only certain flavors. Exactly. But the certain flavors that you have is going to attract the certain people that want that type of flavor. And that's something that I learned over time. Like... I'm not out here to please everybody. I can't. Yeah. Like I really can't. There's no way I, I can't watch my words. I I can't formulate anything that other than who I am. Because mm-hmm. I tried that by trying to give up who I am mm-hmm. to please somebody else, mm-hmm. it didn't benefit me. It didn't exactly. do anything. It exactly. caused me headache. It caused me yeah. stress. Okay. So why would I want to give up who I am right. to make you happy? And at the end of the day, you don't give two shits about me. Right.
1: Yeah. And that's denial. Yeah. To me, that's that's a um counterfeit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Makes and, no sense. No, and I'm—I I'm, tell people, how you meet me is how I am. If I—if I meet somebody today and we communicate, and I say I haven't seen you in five and six years, when you met me five again, we see each other again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still that same Karen that you met five or six years ago Mm. as of today Yeah, you know Karen what do you think about this I don't agree well why I'm going to tell you why I don't agree well I don't think that's right you asked my opinion (laughs) (laughs) so I'm telling you I'm giving you what I think that's who I am so now until you prove me wrong then that's a different story but with you coming just make sure you come with facts
0: you better better back with facts because
1: I'm going to my my, my parents always said I should have been an attorney I've been he, held in the court all the time. <laughs>
0: That's all right. Because I'm That's like,
1: true. judge, you wrong. You know you wrong. Wait, wait, wait. And wait like,
0: you can't tell me that. I'm, a, I'm the judge. Like, your ass wrong. Bring her
1: to her cell. <laughs>
0: you got a special
1: cell with your name on it, you know? Like, you but, and time out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Sit down.
1: But the thing about it is, first of all, you know, when you say, who am I? First, and, and I introduce you to who I am. I'm going to introduce you to who I am and talk about who I am because I love me. Mm-hmm. I love me, and because I love me, I'm
2: gonna stand so, yeah, and defend. I, me. I, I agree with that because um, I don't like yeah. again, when I was 16,
0: four years ago, um, <laughs>
2: sixteen four years ago, <laughs> four years ago. No, it's four. four, but it was, but it was three. Anyway, you're happy about it. I'm not 16. <laughs> no, more. <laughs> sorry, go, ahead, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, being that, being that mindset, like again, like you know, 16 in high school, whatever. Um, I didn't love myself, and that was, like, always my issue. Like, I didn't... When I looked myself in the mirror, I was like, I'm that disgusting. And it's crazy because in, like, 2016, when I was 16, I was, like, like, I was healthy. I was working out, and I looked good. But on the inside, I was just all messed up. And... I, It took me. It's. it's, I'm still working on it, but I'm better than I was back then. But now I'm starting to love myself no matter what. If I'm, you know, not fat, if I'm, you know, overweight or whatever, I'm. I'm loving the person I'm becoming, Mm -hmm. and I feel like Mm -hmm. back then I didn't, because you know I was in a relationship where he would talk down on me, like, like you're not good enough, or he would compare me with other women, and I'm like, don't do that. Like I'm not. Like I'm not like other women. I'm. I'm Deon. How long did you stay? A year and like four months. Why. I wasn't confident in myself. I'm be honest. Uh, uh-huh. I, I felt I, I have love for, for my family, but when I was a kid, I was bullied a lot okay. because I was, you know, I was thicker than most kids, and you know, again, I'm black in a white area. White kids don't have my body, <laughs> so so it's Not kind of I mean,
0: They pay for it,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's so, just, like, say that. Yeah. Let's just say that, yeah, yeah. I think
0: they don't have it. <laughs> you was blessed, <laughs> they got a bank account, so they pay for it.
2: So, God gave you what you
0: got, <laughs> exactly. They want it, so they pay for it. But, but yeah. being
2: the kid, though, you don't see like you see that I was like, I want to be skinny, I want to like be flat, and I wasn't that. So, you know, I, I would have guys come up to me and be like, You're ugly, like to my face, oh shit, and I'm this is like second grade, all the way till eighth grade. Oh, I've been dealing with this. And I'm just like, okay, so my freshman year in high school, I glowed up, and everyone was like, yo, that's, that's Deanna? And I'm, Guys guy started talking to me, and I just happened to fall for him. And he wasn't the best looking dude, but I fell for him. Because he at your you weak moment. Yeah. At, the, at your weak moment. Yeah. Because yeah. It, was,
1: it was attention. I, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie about it now. But see, um, but see, this is the thing. A wolf can spot you out miles mm-hmm. yeah so and just like a dog he can smell that fear mm-hmm. so when they smell that fear that's when they become the aggressor
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: and then when they become the aggressor now they make you lower than what you're You're beneath them
2: yeah
1: you know so and i and i said to my daughter because at the point where um as, as that's my child i'm gonna protect my child by any means necessary. Of course, of course. I'll fight a kid for my child.
0: <laughs> you know what Just I
1: mean? Shut your ass down. Shut up. <laughs>
0: right? okay, the I'll thing about it want. is
1: you're not going to put my daughter down when I'm feeding positive into her. <laughs> but because of what people were saying and then here he comes at the right time but the wrong time feeding her things that she wanted to hear. Huh? And what I mean by that tickling her ears to the Mm -hmm. fact where it's like, but you are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now you're hearing this, although your dad said, my daughter is gorgeous and I'm, as a mom, baby, you are beautiful. You are well designed by God. You are fashioned under God. But here comes this conniving (laughs) let's call it what it is, conniving came in and whispered things in her ear and said things that oh I am yeah yeah, I know my mom and my dad said it but I'm getting it from my (laughs) hand which he wasn't, he was (laughs) a boy 14,
0: he was a child
1: (laughs) you know so she fed on that until reality had to come in and then when she realized when she matured Mm -hmm. when she matured mentally she was able to stand up for herself and say, "You're not gonna talk to me like that." That's what's up. And now the guy was like, "Well, okay, where did this come from?" Like, because who are you? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not this 16 year old anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm 20 years old. I'm a grown woman. So you come at me, I'm gonna I'm come back at you. That's and I, and again, it starts at home by but when you plant the seed. You know, sure. it's not easy raising children. It's okay. not. But everything that you have, every fiber of your body, you give to your children because you don't want your children to go through what you went through. Mm. I went through where I had to fight every time mm. for no reason, whether it was a, a woman or, or a guy. And I'm like, why do people not like me? Mm. What did I, I was just born into this. Why do you not like me? I didn't want my daughter to go through that. Mm. I didn't want my daughter to have to fight. Um, other black girls or white girls or Chinese girls or whatever the case may be do because of who she, because <laughs> of what she looks like girl you, better calm, no, you, <laughs> you better calm
0: your ass down no, you better calm your down you ain't fighting everybody <laughs> totally. sit your ass down no. stop playing
1: no but again the question goes back who are you? I am a strong minded black woman that believes in what I feel and whatever my goal this child wants to go in and get her PhD her doctrine in psychology
0: Mm. Good job.
1: That's powerful.
0: That is.
1: It's powerful. That is. Young black woman. And we gotta keep encouraging. Fitness. There's not a lot of us in
2: fitness. Mm-hmm. Who are you? So it good. comes down from representation too. Like again, like back to my school. Um, like the vice principal, she was she was Cuban, but to people of color, she's black. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. like, I know you're Cuban, but you're still one of us, no matter how you, you sacrifice it. So, you're like, I like you're still one of us. Hello. So, it, it, even my counselor, she was Hispanic, and I opened up to her. Like, she was black, but it's just a matter of having a minority in the building that can mm-hmm. relate to that, maybe not fully, but can relate to race and how a struggle. struggle mm-hmm. It's like,
0: that's what it is. That's what it is, is to try to find that connection of struggle. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people understand struggle. Right. right. And to be taught struggle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You can't teach it from a history book. You can't teach it from work and right. mouth. Like, history struggle history. is something that you have to experience, and it shapes you and molds you into something that it could be good or bad. Right. Um, good struggle could make you you know, powerful. Bad struggle can break you and sometimes make you right. also powerful. But mm-hmm. the, the struggle alone, that that is the most valuable thing, I would say, as parents that we need to let our kids go through certain struggles, not all struggles, certain mm-hmm. struggles, because that will define them and actually... Shape them and mold them to be a better person and Mm -hmm. let them know that society is is not fair and it will do some fucked up shit. But you are powerful. You are, I mean, beautiful, handsome beyond anything out there. Right. right? Um, The the sperm count that you was referenced to uh, uh the the, the baby, um, (laughs) it it is, I believe, is seven or seven or eight trillion to one likelihood of us being born exactly. so for anybody to say that why are you here that you not deserve to be here trust me your ass deserved to be here that
1: fight started in the womb yeah. <laughs> so, and you it takes have, a lot yeah they, it takes a lot you didn't have
0: 10 people you had trillions.
1: that's, it. that's
0: to it one right so right. your ass deserved to be here exactly. so when you hear Make your mark. Um, I definitely want to leave off on that. So thank you both of y'all. We will definitely get back on the mic. And the next time we talk, we will be talking about stop lying to yourself. So until next time, (laughs) I'll talk to you.
1: Need a boredom buster? The personal fitness studio Against All Odds in Glastonbury has focused on the individual, physical, and cognitive needs of your community for over 10 years. Unique training and coaching builds and shapes your body and mind through strength and circuit training, cardio, and boxing lessons, a great way to relieve anxiety. See Against All Odds PTLLC.com to learn about the corporate fitness programs and the online training packages today. Because if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you.